Hey y'all, it's Nikki of Soul Things Botanica, and you are listening to the How to Be Magical podcast. And we are in the second season, and this is the this will be the fourth episode with a very special special guest, Elio. Um, I like to think of Elio as one of our very historians um, of the. D- uh, in terms of our spiritual origins, both theological origins and our historical origins. And I think it's real important that we address all of those things we are talking about, uh, which is Espiritismo, which has a, a lot of um, nuance throughout the diaspora about what constitutes as Espiritismo. There are different branches on different islands, but I brought Elio on today to talk about Espiritismo with me because he, too, is... And Espiritista, and there's not a lot of us. Um, <laughs> we're not we're not the we're not the popular kid uh, table, so to speak. But but we popular. I will I will say we are probably one of the most popping tables on the low that people really don't understand. You know, specifically talking about our tables, we popping. It's like very practice. Um, so I just want to ask to start. Like, what's your definition? Oh yeah. Okay. Um. First off, you you flatter me. <laughs> like that was the most people who know me personally gonna be like, God damn, like these accolades. But thank you, thank you so much. Um. And 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 this is the, you're like the second person people see my Instagram name. My name is Elliot. <laughs> but the way it was, I guess you must have seen the old name where it's like I squeeze it all together. So people usually people do Elio without a problem, but I don't mind. I really do not mind at all. There must be something like energetically significant about that sound that I just haven't given much thought to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, I wouldn't know how to define Espiritismo, to be honest with you. And I've never really given that, like I haven't given that much thought. So I guess... I, I, I guess I'm gonna hold up a mirror and reflect it back to you and then we can like jump off because unless I have the seat in my head already, I mean, like it's like, okay, like for example, Epiritista, do you become one or are you born? Mm. So it's like, like what, what is or what is not Epiritismo in practice in our daily lives, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I, it's... <laughs> well, I think it's good when you just said like, are you... Are you- I feel like I was born in the spirit of these stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I think it's innate. You could definitely learn it and you can unlock things. But yeah, I think but, I feel but even like, that you're born, you're attracted to it from birth. Yeah, I feel like the things, um I guess that's where like the colonialism part comes in because each island was so different and because um people were able to express themselves differently. They ha- we have like culturally we have different terms for things and like recognizing certain things. And then we also have different ways of not acknowledging certain things based on where you are culturally with it. So like, I don't know, I was raised in a very Christian house with my grandmother, but my grandmother was like, she was like a strange- from because, was, because uh, regional and cultural nuance matters. So yeah, know you know, exactly so, where, so. so she's, she's American. Okay, so this grandmother's American, right? She's from Brooklyn. Like she's been in Brooklyn for her whole life. She's like, her family's from the South, but she's from Brooklyn. Like, been yeah. here forever in a day. She's great migration generation family. Yes, 
Yes, wow. and she's very Christian, right? But at the same time, Kojic, Kojic Christian, not like... not Kojic Christian. She was <laughs> not Kojic. That would have been I would I wouldn't have been that pleased. I, I can only have been so lucky. She was more she was more cryptic than that. Okay, because mm, I feel like was oh you putting it all on the table. She was more um she was Methodist, right? So like Methodist is very like straightforward I'm by the book. Definitely. It's not quite Catholic, right? It's not as strict as Catholicism. But they have a, a lot of rules and rigor, and then um, we did a lot of like, like there was a lot of prayers before we left the house, and like prayers for different things, petitions for for lost items to certain saints, certain like it was all of these. Things. This in a Christian house? Yeah, really. And it was a, and it was very um, like there were certain things that my grandmother would do, like she would like do certain things that I guess would fall under the umbrella of hoodoo. You know, um, like fixing certain stuff and doing things with different peppers and things ooh, in the freezer. Ooh. And yeah, it was a lot of, a lot ooh, of that. Ooh, so like ooh, when, ooh. <laughs> he's like, ooh, 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 yeah, my ooh, grandmother ooh. was real. She was, she was very busy. busy she was baby. very interesting. She was an interesting little, little old lady. But I feel like going to school in Spanish Harlem exposed mm-hmm. me to Spiritismo mm-hmm. and Santeria at, at, you know, at large. Familiar to you in a in a in a in like a weird way. You know, and it was like I would go to friends' houses. So my always had them over the up, you know, or like a little table and and a cut, you know, with a plate of food that you didn't touch, and like all of this stuff that was never like it wasn't yeah. weird, you know. Um, it wasn't weird. It wasn't weird at all. And like I feel like the way that my grandmother used to talk about my grandfather who had passed before I was born. She talked about him like he was still in the house with us. Like it was like I was raised with this man. Mm. It was like he was gonna walk through the door any moment. The way they talked about him, and he was so, you know, so. That's beautiful. So to me, like like the practice of keeping um, for me started with just having knowledge and like what had recent ancestors, like recently deceased people. I knew. Of, but I had never physically met them, you know. Right. And and I made the table as a place for like them, not realizing that there was gonna be a you know other spirits that walk with me that don't have nothing to do with my family, you know. Like it's like you know, and it's like what that means. But I feel like being able to be open to the concept of oh, these are my this is my grandfather who died years before I was born, but that's my man's, you know, and we chilling and (laughs) you know. Everybody says that we, you know, our personalities are so similar and things like that. Like, or, or even scarier, no, you are him. <laughs> you know, like, but, like, but, but. Then, Which happens too. <laughs> I mean, but then even to have a friend of, of mine, you know, years years ago to come come through and be like, yo, there's a man in the backyard. And I'm like, where? What he look like? And then she's like, he look like this, he look like this. I went straight to my table and showed her a picture of my grandfather. She was like, oh my God, that's him. I was like, oh, well. That's scary. <laughs> see, see, I'm not there and I kind of don't want to be there. Because <laughs> my experiences are intense enough. Oh God. Like, I don't... <laughs> well, I mean, well, tell me about your experience. Like, what was like your first earliest you could have of like, um, that you... Oh boy. Uh... Working it on my own or just like being around it? Like like on your own, like your first, like the I felt a connection, like, oh, there's something here or there's somebody here, you know? Oh, well, the dreams were enough for me. Um, 
but you know we do we do silly things when we're when we're growing in our in our BDP stuff so uh, I, I constructed something for someone that I had no business doing okay I'm not gonna say who or what but those that know what you construct quote unquote you shouldn't be doing and she punched me in the stomach mm. <laughs> and I said okay this is cool <laughs> this is cool so I took that sucker down right away but um being it's weird because I'm not I'm aware and I'm conscious of what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing but once I walk away from the boba that I'm like what <laughs> it kind of stays there but it um I noticed that I didn't need things being explained to me I was just doing things Okay. And it would be my mother that would call out your grandmother used to do that or that looks familiar or even better that smells familiar. Mm. If if I'm doing something and it smells familiar that means that I'm on the right path. So it was it was a mat- it was a lot of trial and error which in the beginning is, you know, accepted so long as you don't petition anything. And that's one thing that I was taught not to do and I still don't know if you ask me or if you tell me a story or I asked this saint for that or I did this, I'm looking at you confused. Like, how did you do that? I don't know how to I think That's one thing I was never taught and still don't know how to do. And I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I kind of stay away from from doing I feel like that's out of my spiritual jurisdiction. But seeing other people's uh bovedas and spiritual development and even the way that they were spirit in their home it felt like something I should have been doing years before I actually started doing it and when I started to actually it was you know like a puppet I felt like my you know like it was like I was like I didn't feel alone throughout the whole process so every interaction is always something there (laughs) It's funny. All the time. <laughs> you said like a puppet. And I know exactly what you meant. I'm just like. Right. Yeah, like, why am I doing why this? Why am I, I doing this? It is four like, o'clock why in the morning. Am I putting, why do y'all want basil in the, in the bowl that I ordered today? Fine. 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 Like, I wake up with the impulse. And it's something that, like. Because you know when you see someone else do something, you're like, oh, I want to do that. For me, it's. There's an idea in my head that I've never seen. And it's not until I Google it to understand the like the spiritual significance that I'm like oh okay this is interesting that y'all want me to do this but I'm just gonna do it anyway so a lot of it is is compulsion but it's not me actually it's not me being the compulsive one (laughs) no that's funny you say that because I have those thoughts sometimes too where I'm just like am I just wanting to spend money on random things I'm like listen I would not have I had no personal need for a um a uh, dinner or helped. Okay, that was not my personal. But I kept on. Unless what you want from the boba that looks very different from what you end up buying. Exactly. Anyway. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm Etsy looking at squirrel uh, parts like which is the price. <laughs> fountain pen. Why do I want a fountain pen? Why do I want parchment paper? Parchment. At, yo, I know exactly who it was. I was asking for that. Because once I found it all made sense as to why I enjoy writing on expensive paper and with expensive <laughs> pens. Because one of my ancestors was, um, and like I say ancestors, I don't feel like going counting the number of grades, but he's what, 
third or fourth grade, so great, 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 around there. Um, he was the public officiate for Villamella in the Dominican Republic. So he wrote several hundred birth certificates, marriage certificates, death certificates for. So it's it's a, it's no it, it's like and it, it explains why I'm obsessed with everybody else's yes. birth, marriage, and death certificates. Yes. That's so <laughs> yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that is so interesting, but that's literally how it is. Like, you know, that is how it you'll is. You have like certain gifts and interests that just run in the family, and as you start to do your work that's spiritually, where it comes from, you'll be like, "Oh, it comes from you. That's yep. you." And it's, it's been know, you, you? Miss it twice. It's been you. <laughs> I don't know. To me, I, I I always see like in my mind, I just see like this is a real person you know like each spirit that engages at this table is a real person they got their own personality their own way they feel about things like their own perspective on things like i don't um i don't engage with all of them the same way you know like it's just a right. very- i was interrupted i was just interrupted by the stupid scam likely <laughs> yeah oh, i'm sorry it's okay. um but no, I was just saying like how when, when you learn the specific things about the spirits, um, that it deepens your relationship with them because the, now it's so like it gets very intricate and personal, and it is like it's like getting to know any member of your family. You know, like this person has their own way of thinking about things, and they have their own you know tastes and, and personality. And, and peep this: those people when they were alive had their own cuadro had their own mm. guardian angelship. So there's there's a lot to recognize. And then what do they call them? Like generational spirits? Yep. You start to notice who's always been around, who's always gonna be there, who you're gonna pass on to your kids because that's just the energy that your bloodline's been rocking with since forever. <laughs> since forever. <laughs> like who was the first Madama? Mm. That that some of us come from, you know. We all know who the first Congos were, because if, right, like, if you got that if you got that follow first... connection, you know that's it. <laughs> yeah, the Congos, yes. my, my Congos, they this they this they 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 rock. We rocking, we rocking hard and heavy over here. It's a lot of Congo <laughs> energy in this house. Oh. That I'm waiting. I'm waiting for for the professionals in that realm to to speak to. Oh, well, we can yeah. talk off. We can talk off air. Oh, okay. Because you know, <laughs> we gotta be, we gotta be frank as a gay man. You know, there's this, if this, if ands and buts about that. However, there is. However, but however, however, however how Orula says and spirit speaks. So exactly, spirit wants. <laughs> and it's thank you. Honestly, with my own eyes, spirits be like, listen, I don't understand what, what you're doing. All right, that ain't got nothing to do with me. But you're cool with me, and then be like, well, well, <laughs> well, I'm not about to argue with uh, how many hundred years old spirit. That's bro- that's what brought me to Ocha in the first place. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like so that even things like that too. I feel like, like because the spiritismo is so personal, this right? Go find your family, what's in your blood. It's not. I don't want to say it's not as dogmatic, but it it it, it has a lot more to come and be who they really are. But spirit. Yeah, but that, like if you didn't the dogma up, develops over time. You develop like what I do at my boma that I wouldn't do at yours, mm-hmm. but I would greet it the same way. Knock three times, you know, bring some flowers, a little bit of rum, whatever a they drink, rub, you, you know. know, something. Got to bring a gift, uh, some coconut. It's all can't go wrong with coconut. Can't go wrong at all. Or even bring a little thing of cascarilla. Ooh. 
shit. <laughs> it's only a dollar, so there's no reason. <laughs> already, okay? They, they already. They're like, oh, what's that? They're that's like, a, oh, that's oh, that really? good white. That's that good white. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, you know, like Rub it on your hands and slap your neck real quick. Real quick, bro. <laughs> slap. Slap, slap, slap. You feel like some fresh. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but it's like, it's a lifestyle. I don't know. Like, I don't. I can't. I, I, I understand how it took me so long to get where I was. Like, like my first altar, I maybe was like, I was in my 20s. I was like 24. Same here. I was 22. Like, yeah, something like 20, like between 22 and 24. I was young. And I just remember I came across a book and it was nothing about Espiritismo. It was about Ocha, actually. But I don't know. I just, I just was like, oh my gosh, I need to like have space for my people. Like, I was just like, I kept, kept feeling That's like- funny that it was, you read a book about an entirely distinct, like its own religion. And you, the first thing you were obsessed with was, oh no, I need to do my own ancestors. I can't touch this yet. That's that funny. And um, and then I remember I was always thinking about a certain grandmother. I kept on thinking about her. Kept on thinking about her. And I was like, why am I always thinking about this woman? And at the same time, I started collecting all of these little elephant statues. So, like maybe about the fifth elephant statue, my mom was like, you know, your great grandmother used to collect elephants. I was like, all over the house. They were like all over the house. I was like, are you serious? She was like, I'm yeah. collecting elephants as well. I don't know who that is. That could be my. That could be Ori. That could be Obatala. It could. I've always, but I've, we've I've always, always loved our family has always collected elephants. So, I've yeah. always loved elephants, and this grandmother, I never met her, you know. So it was just like for me to be thinking about her, and then for me to collect the elephants, and then to find out that she had also was collecting elephants at the same time. It was like, oh, so I'm, mm. I remember I had my first altar. It was literally an elephant statue, a cup of water, and a candle. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's okay. Let me tell you something. We're gonna take a pause because for all the folks listening, they're like, "How do I do this? How do I get an ocha?" Even Oriates will tell you, Babalaos will tell you, Santeros will tell you, Olorishas will tell you, even sound-minded Iyawos will tell you. The first thing you need to do is have a damn boveda, mm-hmm. and all you need is one candle and one cup. And if you're lucky, like Nikki, a familiar, like an elephant. <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. And that's it. I even have no rum. I have no flowers. I have nothing. This, the full elaborate setup that I have now, that came over years. That's nah, this is years. For me, you know? I I did the I did the most. I said, what is a bovada? And I looked at what the basic needs. So I jumped to six. But interesting things started happening with the six cups. Mm. <laughs> they said they said bring it to one and I mean like interesting like ho- whole shelves have fallen on the altar and not one cup is broken cups have fallen and just spilled the water and I'm talking like two feet off the ground a glass goblet has fallen that did not shatter <laughs> oh no see <laughs> so I get like I get like interesting because if it breaks you know what that means but what does it mean if it falls what if it falls and it should have and it should have and it should have broke mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means you got. To, that means you're doing too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, means, for real. That means for too real. Much is going on. You like we're good. we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. You're drowning us, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're good. You're good. You're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. We they like. Up. They like the one goblet. I've had the one goblet for like a year now. Yeah. I'm chilling. Yeah. But they want that. They want that. Then I'm getting the urge though. I'm like, is it me or is it them? 
That's another fun thing. Like, who wants this? Is it ego or is it spirit? Yeah, that is also a gosh. <laughs> like again, like like I know the things that I fully enjoy for myself. Interesting because like um learn like for learning some things about my spiritual foundation or whatever. And to me specifically, I was like, oh, it was I was able to like compartmentalize myself from my mortals even further. Cause I'd be like, oh, there's certain things that I know this is this is my This is not me. Like (laughs) I don't like this. Like I this is not me at all, or this is all me. Like, you know, like I'll take the I'll take the L on this one, y'all. I know I'm full of shit. I know, I know. And like own it. And then there'll be some stuff I'd be like, listen. I don't know why y'all asking me to help this, this, and the third. They ain't got nothing to do with me. I don't know which one of y'all is up, which y'all up to, but. <laughs> like when I start craving spicy food. Mm. I can't do that. See? As a child, as, as, so far, based on what my Orisha is, I can't do spicy food. And I don't, I've never liked spicy food, but there are times where I'm like, I could really, I just want to bite into a jalapeno right Yeah, now. just like, no, somebody nah. wants some, you know, and it's like, I don't know. To me, I liked the thing that I enjoy most about it is that I don't get to I I get to fully, you know, be myself at my boba. You know, like there's nothing. Oh my god. You know, like there is nothing that they we don't we have not talked about. <laughs> we talked about it all, you know. And, and do you don't even have to explain it because they're, <laughs> they're kind of responsible for it. So like, <laughs> you know, but it's like, but in terms of being honest with myself, because you know, there's some people, you know, there's some people they never want to tell the truth to themselves. Like, listen, if you with yourself, you gotta at least be able to tell the truth with yourself because there's only so much you're gonna be able to, you know, say, oh, everything is fine or everything's okay or I'm cool with this or no, that doesn't really bother me. Like. At some point, you got to get real with yourself and be like, nah, like, I don't like this, or I'm so happy that this is this, that, and the third. Like, just, just don't curse at the board. Huh? No, 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 no. Just no, do it in your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I literally, it's, it's literally <laughs> like if I'm sitting there talking to my grandmother. You know, like, I know how to, um, I have, I, it's literally like, I, I, I don't know, just see it as a, as a, as a, a, a little, you know in movies when they show like the tribunal or something like that and be like a little God, you're not the only one. Thank you. Oh my god, <laughs> be, I'm not the only it'd one. Be like a little uh some type of little It's like a court. It's a court. It's the Supreme court. court. It's the Supreme Court and there's all and of them dressed you stand in the front dressed in Kente it. cloth and everything. Exactly. It's like the United Nations of of your ancestors and then way in the back is this group of just like black shadows. That's like egg. They just mumble. They are like the Charlie Brown voices. Ooh, ooh, exactly. Ooh, okay. Yo, who is that? I had a I had a dream where these. You ever seen Pocahontas? Yeah, I've seen Pocahontas. Of course, you know. Right, so the scenes with Grandmother Willow where she literally oh, comes out of the tree. Let me tell you, I had this dream. I woke up. I woke up in the dream. Everyone knows what that means. Yes. In this in this dark space, but it was it didn't feel, you know, like a scary dark space. It was just like a dimly lit room. But it was the it was outdoors. And way in the distance, I could see, you know, a couple hundred feet from me was a forest. But out of the dirt and out of the trees they came. <laughs> they 
hundreds of them slowly, not like coming for me, but they just walked out. They presented themselves with the beautiful robes and they held out their arms, like beckoning me to them, right? Oh, God. And these were dog, these were, these were old ass African people. I don't know from where they came from. All I know is that they came from the dirt and the trees. <laughs> so people, if your listeners know what that means, please reach out to me. <laughs> but they came and then I approached them and one of them stuck out their hand to shake my hand. But when I looked at it, I saw like the holograph of other hands, like shadow hands around them. So it wasn't just them. It was their dead along with them. It was multiple levels of dead. It was here. levels of dead. Of dead. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, son. That was that was a number. So things like that. So then I'm like, okay, I'm I'm presented with all right. That you can't Google anything about Palo. No. <laughs> <laughs> and if you end up finding, oh, but let me tell you, I'm gonna send you some links. We're gonna talk offline. I found the whole Munanso like handbook, baby. Yeah, See, and there and it, but it's legit. Yo, I've seen some, some, some. But I think it's legit because like it was super long and like formal, and I sent it to like the woman who was my godmother not too long ago, and she's like, "Where the fuck did you find this?" <laughs> she bugged out. Like she was screaming. She was like, "I forgot about this." Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But my mother thought funny, so they're like, you shouldn't be reading this, but we're going to let you read until you get sick. And then I'll turn the next page, and then I'm nauseated, and I'm like, yep, we're done. I was just about to say, listen, I done read some books, quote, unquote, that I'm like, a couple pages, and I'm like, I don't feel well. And then I'm like, I can't finish this, and I'm just like petrified. That's how you know it's legit, because if you're yeah, nauseated. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I should be reading this. Like, the, 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 what is it? First of all, the acknowledgement should have, like, all the Orcha names for, like, several pages anyway. <laughs> Like, what and if none of them don't sound familiar to you you gotta talk to your elders like excuse me who's this start asking questions always ask questions always ask I'm not- there's no book on Palo it's- no. only for me there's only one legitimate Ocha handbook and it's the one that you fill out when you begin your like as an Iyawo <laughs> <laughs> it literally is like you remember the the the, the dare handbooks that they bring to school that you gotta fill out. The dare. I'm done. Yes. Yes. It's like that. But it's like I, I flipped through it and I said, ah, nah, I need this book. Because it says, it starts off with um, the bajada, the mark that you get. And then like the, the, it needs the testigo. So you write like their English name and then they ask for their Ocha name. Yeah. So if they don't got that. <laughs> Oh boy. I need to actually pick up that book now that I mention it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> but I mean, like literally when, when it comes to to those I've had those types of dreams as well with uh right. <laughs> with the dead people. I had one where um I woke up and I was in I was in like a room that had like bay windows behind me like three windows and then like in front of me there was two doors and there was two different rooms and there was one room that was just like a bunch of people like like a subway car almost full of people and the next room it was two 
elves, like two, like a lot. Like, so as soon as you walked in, it was like just shells on the side and the pots were sticks. Just like on the wall, pots, sticks. Oh no. A yeah. box with sticks? Pots, yes. Pots. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on one second. Um, that is, that's okay. I mean, yeah. there so, was one, I had like, I don't even know if I, I felt high. I didn't know if I was tripping or if I was seeing things, but I, I know I was awake in my living room and I look at the, what is it called? I look at the front door from where I'm sitting on the couch and I shit you not, I see like, uh, what is it, materialize in front of the door, like the marks that are put in front of the, the Palo de Muerto, the Egun stick. Oh. And I, I saw it like build up and materialize like something out of a fucking Christopher Nolan film. It was just building up. I'm like, what is this? What is are you this? saying? Are you saying I need this? Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> it like all the, and all the can everything everything. I was I drew it out to to my to my elder and she's like, oh yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> then I'm googling. I'm like, no, this follow stuff don't look right. This is not it. This is not it. This is exactly. This is not it. Like, right. So at that's that point, the, I like, had to be objective. Is literally its own. You know, the, the it's its own practice. You know, because Paulo is Paulo. Uh, you know, Santo is Santo. Like Vodun is Vodun. Like all of these, you know, religions are very. Those and are once solid. You get to that Mesa Blanca is like so many different. Like Sanse mm-hmm. and then Espiritismo Cruzado. For me, I better be clear. I just do the Mesa Blanca. Different Espiritistas have walked by me and said it looks like different things because of where they come from. Okay. But the common denominator is they're like, why are you not in 21 division? Mm. So that's, you know, that, but then I'm Dominican. So it makes sense as to why it, it would look that way without me being instructed on how to do it. Things, it's just, it's weird. It's weird, man. <laughs> I always see it as like this, this middle like you know connecting with the um the African you know is right the, the, you know where, wherever you are exactly I feel like it's like the middle ground where you know there will be some people who or other um but that's just like a middle ground kind of space where you probably wouldn't cross paths with certain people because they really into church and you not, you know, mm-hmm. or you really into Ocha and they not. Like, stuff like things that, but people still found a way to have this space together, you know? Exactly. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I okay, so I have found this essay by this Puerto Rican woman who was raised in Vermont and she, you know, was talking about how there's only about 6,000 Latinos in Vermont. Goddamn. And, and even uh, the smaller number than that of them were from the Caribbean. So, like, her engagement with Santeria and Espiritismo and all of these things um, was very limited. Like, her grandmother was into it, but you know how it is where it's like, 
you she was like she just was very separated from her mother in that sense. Like right. I was my grandmother, you know, I'm just trying to I'm going up this essay. I don't know this woman, but the way she described it, she wasn't up under grandma like that, you know, like trying to get her to be in, interested and involved in this mm. stuff. But she really wasn't in, um but when her was dying then you know, of course now she wants to you know, get in so goddamn she she's <laughs> going on a hunt, you know, she's people, she's interviewing people, she plays and she ends up at a girl's house in the Bronx. She's a guy so she the explaining, like I guess giving her perspective on what um the year in white looks like was right. so like it was very she was giving me vice news. Like you know how they like <laughs> you know how I'm sorry, I don't, I, you know what the fuck I mean, okay? So my vice they mean, and they then explaining E.R. Wall to somebody who, like, <laughs> like she was not being as respectful as I felt she could have been. I don't know. Like her perspective, her tone was a bit rude. Like I don't know, I wasn't feeling it. I was not feeling it. I'll send you the link. But it was really, um, <laughs> she was really, she was just really on some other shit. And then it made me think about well, she was raised in Vermont, got like a whole bunch of poor niggas up there. Uh, to us in, in the city and being able to even in our 20s you know, coming to practice right city or you know have even people to just to something as a woman up in Vermont who you know she really needed some damn help with her shit where's she going you know Lord help me there's no one in Vermont that's gonna help her maybe Boston maybe, maybe Boston, Boston. Maybe. But I don't know about Boston. any folks in Vermont. I mean, you'd be surprised. It's everywhere. You know? It's but, everywhere. I mean, what do you, like, when we talk about think this being, like, a tradition, like, what do we, I guess, owe ourselves and owe the community? Mm. So. I do. I mean... I do. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> because well granted it's becoming more open now like everyone knows who the hell Ophine is <laughs> so yay and and thank god now more than ever because we could all use a little Oshun energy but um it's uh, it's so complicated because even I in the beginning was skipping out on a lot of the the rights like the step by step we just jump into it without giving it much thought not really calculating just how that it's a whole like you mentioned earlier and I say that to the people that it's a lifestyle change things change things aren't the same especially once you start to get deep into it and you get like those taboos (laughs) but um I guess um we we can uphold tradition and keep things sacred once we start to respect ourselves, but not like in an individual sense. Because I'm sure everyone's got a lot of self-respect nowadays. Everyone's everyone's getting into themselves. You know, it's taking it's taking time, but you know we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. You know, the rights for women, the rights for trans folk, the rights for gay folk, rights for anyone who's basically not white. It's taking time, but we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> But um, within that, um, 
comes respect for cultural for culture and cultural integrity mm. so that not to segue that because that's a totally different topic but i'm back to, uh, you know i'm on the side of like can we keep some black things black please? please and can we make it uncomfortable for people who are not black to be so comfortable in those spaces like you in the 90s you know, when that white guy at the party would do the raise the roof joke and all the black folk would turn around and look at him like, <laughs> why? How dare you use our language? You said raise the roof. Raise the roof because it's always it's always that one comment, really, because they'll use some, they, and then like they use slang. Americans generally that are from outside of black communities will use slang that's outdated because black language moves so quickly. But, you know, it's that's like respecting culture understanding culture so people need to go the fuck back people need to go back people go back by doing ancestor work they go back by cutting the bullshit just because your mother doesn't talk to your grandmother it doesn't mean you can't have a relationship with your grandmother like little things like that that respecting yourself yeah respecting everybody it's you know it's 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 a lot of work you know doing the work this is part of doing that work everything is work everything getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth and washing your ass is work (laughs) people don't want to do it some people gotta do it some people don't like to do it and do it anyway you know some people enjoy doing it you know it's different for everybody um for me it, it i respected the tradition when i started to understand culture and who and who I was, and where I was in you know, if we had to, if 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 the world were aligned, where am I on this line? In the midst of like everything, black, white, Hispanic, non-Hispanic, Latino or not, like where where am I? Because it matters. Because if I'm not paying attention to it, everybody else is, and the rest of the world is. So even though I don't give a shit, I need to be aware of all of these little things because they they apply it applies (laughs) it fucking applies um and and the the first the first thing for me was realizing that everything that i do everything that i eat the music that i listen to the reason why the spanish that i speak sounds the way it does the reason why the music that we play and the religions that we do, why they're so heavily influenced by this one little place in the middle of the world, everything kept on pointing back to Africa. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, am I just doing African things that speak another language? Yes. So then I just have to get into like the blackest frame of mind that I could. <laughs> And that's realizing that, you know, not that blackness comes with oppression, but oppression in America is so intimately tied to blackness. And not to victimize myself, but I'm an oppressed person. I, you know, I I can't paint. I, I live in the middle of the fucking hood. My family is working class non-white American people. I'm a first-generation American because my father was not born here. He was born in the Caribbean. My mother is a first-generation American. Like, we're not from here. And we carried all those traditions and those practices and things with us and they're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Why does it persist so much? Why is it here? There's a reason why some of the things, like, me, 
compared to many other Puerto Ricans, a lot of Puerto Ricans can't dance salsa, I can't speak Spanish, not that Spanish matters, but I think salsa is more of a Puerto Rican thing, of a, of a Caribbean cultural thing than the Spanish language is. It just, the language unifies us, but there's a lot of cultural distinctions that are unifying us in a different part of the world that we're choosing to ignore. And a lot of that comes with self-respect. <laughs> Respect the fact that you have an African ancestor, even for the widest of a Latino, their African ancestor is so far away. But that white Latino today lives in a culture that is so black. So ridiculously black. Like, there's no undoing it. You strip away the Spanish and you have everyone in Puerto Rico speaking English, that's going to look like fucking Alabama with summer all the time, all the day long. It re- not even, no, Louisiana, excuse me, because there's a lot of white folk in Puerto Rico. It's going to be Louisiana. I go to Louisiana, they're going to call me red. Without, as be- the minute they see me off the bus, before they even find out, it's, oh, my name is Elliot. Oh, you definitely red. But then they hear my last name, they're going to go, oh, well, no, now you're something else. You mixy for sure. And it's, it's, but here, regionally, because of all the mixing, there's, you know, there's a, there's a more definitive line of, you know, who's black, what's not black, what can be black, blah, 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 blah. But individually, we can uphold tradition as a community if we start with self-respect, because then that leads into, you know, Respect for the fact that my neighbor is just a different, you know, light in the prism of, you know, this thing that we're in. It's a lot. It is a lot. For me, I was able to do the work I felt like overnight because it didn't, I had an easier time because my dad is like uh, a Roberto Clemente and my mom is like Mariah Carey. Okay. So I didn't have to do much work to, okay, I'm black. <laughs> like all right and then you go a generation later and my grandmother's the only white one my mom's mom like white textbook white woman everybody else no way no way in hell <laughs> especially dad's side like it's so it, it was like all right we do this we were we were raised catholic deacon catholic we were baptized on certain days all these days happen to line up with a whole bunch of Espiritismo dates. And I say Espiritismo because December 4th is Chango's Day in Ocha, but it's also celebrated for many different saints in Espiritismo. So, mm. Right. So the dates have significance in Espiritismo. And I'm always pestering my mother. Grandma has something to do with our baptism dates because there's no way, it's no way that my mother, I take her to, to do... Bahada ceremony. Um, I guess it, it would be Ifa because it's the Babalao that precedes it, but it's something done in Ocha to determine, you know, titular saint. And for her whole life, her mother would tell her grandma would tell her, Tu eres hada chango, tu eres hada chango, tu eres hada chango, tu eres hada chango. <laughs> and, and I would ask my mom, Did grandma ever do a year in white? Did she ever have this? Did she ever have that? And it was always, No, 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 until recently she started to remember, Yes, 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 grandma did have a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. But my mother never did the year in white. Speaking to elders, they go, Oh, that's something from rural Cuba called Santo Lava. Okay, what's that? You're washed with the saint. Literally, that's what Santo Lava is, washing with okay. the saint. I'm not sure of the method. I'm not, I'm not going to speak on the method. I don't know how it works. But I understand the concept is basically getting crowned in utero. Right. 
it's okay. out of my jurisdiction. I don't know nothing about it, but that's He's a, sim- just that, that's that's the that's extent the simplest, of my knowledge. That's the simplest way to put it, and I'm sure it's not that simple. But they're gonna say, but, yeah, it's such a thing, and it's called Santo Lava, but it's not one, two, three. I'm sure it's just as complicated as when you get crowning through the traditional method. But when we go to Ifa, when we go to Orula, who does she come marked as, ch- as fucking Chango? Cabo Silio Chango. So. <laughs> it's like that was a test for me but that was more of an intimate I wasn't questioning God I was questioning a lot of other things because I'm I'm a man of spirit but it's like is it really all the same language and that was it for me that was a personal note and that was also confirmation for me and my mother like you can't go around touting that you're Chango and then Ifas is something else right because then that's a danger to her it's a danger to everything but Konyo let's look at this (laughs) <laughs> look at look exactly. look at this. So like you know, my favorite for real. Um, and you know a lot. Her it was also her challenging her own like color, learning her like self respect. Now she calls herself a person of color. Her dad is like Cab Calloway, obviously black, but did not you know wasn't as dark when he came here to the Americas. But my aunt who is a black woman, my mother's biological sister, half-sister, remembers giving him a perm. It was like the joke of the century. <laughs> so they recognized his blackness because they saw, quote, phenotype that, you know, he may not be trigueño, he may not be colorado, negro, moreno, but we can see that this is a man of, of, of very recent African descent, strong enough that Erenarizona, he's got a big nose, like they said, and his hair thick enough that it needed a perm. (laughs) And then, like, the first thing my other aunt, who's half Vietnamese, my my mother's other sister, first thing, because this was part of the Egun work. My mom didn't know her dad. So we had, this is what got me started in the family tree business. (laughs) My mom dared me to find her dad because we needed to find grandma's birth certificate, but I do my research, and then it turns out the church was destroyed in a hurricane and it took the church and the pastor with it so like birth certificates from certain years are gone oh my god and they're whole they're housed in the friggin national archives and you got to book an appointment to see them and i wanted to do that when we went in august for covid so there was no way <laughs> drama so this was back in 2012 but uh you know she dares me to find him and the only reason why she dared me was because the genealogist that I got in contact with sent me instead the birth certificates of my mother's, of my grandmother's brothers, which was like mind blowing because one, I didn't think something like that would exist. A birth certificate from like 1913. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, like, right, right. And like now I don't laugh at people who think that because we're not afforded that luxury as people of color. Maybe some African-Americans from the South, you know, they got the family Bible. They know about the family Bible and everyone's obituaries and death certificates and stuff in the back and the funeral cards with the psalm and the whole nine. African-Americans have that step ahead in the the genealogical game as far as the diaspora is concerned. But they have a roadblock because everything stops at at abolition in 1860 and... The majority of planters at the time, and the legend is, I haven't found anything, but I'm based on the fact that I can't find slave registries 
leads me to suggest that the legend is true, that they really did burn all the evidence and got rid of everything that suggested they were ever slave owners. Not to hide the crime, but like the shame. Which, you know, like I can empathize with only because my grandmother's grandfather was a slave owner. Wow, which was which was a lot for me to digest too. Like once I started, once I started getting the documents and I started going deeper and deeper, that was a big like blow. Because <laughs> it was like, it, it I couldn't believe it. I wanted to assume it was like my great great grandfather's brother or uncle of the same name or something, but it was him. And his name was Fran, and it, it traumatized me so bad. I know February 29th, 1872, Francisco was 46 years old. And my great great grandfather released him for humanitarian reasons. <laughs> so I don't know what that means, but I'm hoping it's sincere because it happened a year before slavery was abolished from the whole island. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so maybe he was. I don't maybe know. He, maybe we. I mean, we can hope. That maybe he was it was a his dying. Maybe it was his dying wish too. Yeah, you know, it's like he was like, "Nah, I don't want to go out like that." Mm-hmm. You know, we I'm can not hope. sure. But his, right, we his, can hope. His but... granddaughter and the grand and which would be my great grandmother and her two sons my grandmother's brothers ended up being racist anyway so i don't know like when my grandmother married a black man they said you can't have that but she's like i already got two kids with him so what we gonna do <laughs> like so what is, what's the plan what's here? the plan here he's a baseball player played for san dulce in puerto rico he was going <laughs> grandma was getting it on <laughs> but like you know she I, today like I you know my mom says her her mother's racist I don't I I I think it's a generational thing because she she married that man because she wanted to be with him you know what I mean maybe yeah. she did it for like you know prejudicial reasons like oh black men you know what they say about black men who knows whatever but she she wanted to be with him in the time she wanted to be with him yeah. at, in, this was in the middle of 19 in the 1940s this was before the war broke out so like and she's still alive she's 96 today so and she got alzheimer's so it's not like she's gonna remember a lot but i'm sure if you mention names and photos it'll come back to her but she i wish she was of sound mind because to draw things from her memory to know what she had seen and to and to gain perspective of what Puerto Rico was like from a from a racial perspective in the 1950s and 40s because here I don't know what she got um she was a single mother of what was it by the time she was my age I'm 29 so by the time she was my age she was a single mother of three living in New York on her own just divorced because she had given birth to to Maggie, who was half beaten to me as my aunt. And she was living on her own on the Upper West Side right after World War II. So, like, who knows? Who knows what it was like for her as a woman? A white woman that didn't speak English. <laughs> and shit, luckily she had her sister who helped her survive. But um, 
from then on, right there is when she began her journey with Espiritismo because my aunt remembers everything beginning then and my mom remembers it trickling into her teenage years. So from 1950-something well into 1980, 82, 83, around the time when my uncle decided to become a born-again Christian and made her throw everything out. Oh, no! Yes, was how long she practiced. Oh, my God! Yes. That is um, terrible. Nearly made, nearly made her convert. Nearly. Oh, that's very traumatic. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was taken away from her and it was taken away from subsequently everyone. But I feel like she manipulated her way in by choosing baptism dates and suggesting names. You know, you know how grandmothers are. That would be me as a grandparent. It's like, nah, he's going to be born when? Damn it, a Pisces. Not that anything's wrong with Pisces, but like I imagine my child wouldn't want a Pisces child for her, for their sake. <laughs> I don't care. Give me all the signs. I tolerate y'all. Hilarious, but so true. With the mm. grandma was like, I'm gonna get in where I can, my way, and I'm gonna have my way. And you mm. know, thank God she did that because it's like, I mean, I can't believe your uncle would do something like that. That's terrible. Right. Based on what my mother suggests, I think my, my if my grandmother was crowned, her combo, her mother and father combo is I've never heard anything like it. Oshu with Babaluaye. Wow. That is some shit. That is. That yeah. is. Yes, That's very man. powerful too. Right. And powerful. I think I think so or either Obatala because she did things um I'm an as a woman, you might know the history of women in the Americas. So I'm gonna say that she did things in the nineteen sixties that were only available to women because they were not available from doctors because it was illegal. Mm. And that's that. And that's that on that. That's that on that. And that's how, I guess that's how strong of an espiritista, yerbalista, curandera she was. That she did those things and other things that my uncle remembers. So for him, it was a traumatic experience. Me knowing what I know about spirit, that man could see the dead. No problem, like in his waking day. Because he remembered grandma taking him to some woman's house to do witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> So she said, he said that she made this mark on the floor with white powder, threw liquid on the floor, and there were candles burning. And he said he saw her control this dark shadow come from the ground, like rise up. And she pointed to the door and he said he watched that sucker walk out. What? Yes. He, it traumatized him. It's what made him convert experiences like that. Oof. Yeah, so like if you have a profile, if you had a profound visual experience like that, and that's what brought you to God, baby. That's all. The, that's all I need. <laughs> that's all the confirmation I need, sir. Thank you. I will. I am. I am definitely gonna get crowned now. <laughs> You're telling me I could tell the bad juju to walk out, and it's gonna walk out. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, and he sir. was walking around. This is before my mother was born. So this is like 1962, 64. Mm-hmm. Wow. And she was at her prime then. Mm-hmm. People came running to her. 
Yes, ma'am. Yes to the man. Wow. So it would have been a spit in, God forbid, when she passes, it would have been a spit in her face. It would have spit in whichever bloodline is responsible for gifting her that. It would have been, you know, like, and then I'm the only of the family. She has eight children, 17 grandchildren, and she's a great, great grandmother. And only only one. Me and my cousin's daughter, Jenny, are the only two that openly practice. But Jenny's in 21 Division. Okay. Right. Because her because her father is Dominican. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And that's crazy because it's it's literally Ooh. like when you have you know things that run in families. Check this um, out. <laughs> so, um, Jenny Jenny was dating a man named um, I think his name was Angel at the time or Jesse. Um, I think his name was Jesse. Jesse. And I first met at a funeral for um, uh, Jenny's um, aunt. My cousin's wife had passed away. Okay. And yeah, so everyone was there. And it was the first time a lot of people in the family had saw each other. So, you know, everyone on their best behavior, please. Someone died. <laughs> you know how that shit goes. And, you know, Jesse and I hit it off. Cool. It was like, we've been friends forever. So he was like, yo, I want to invite you to this party for San Miguel. I'm like, oh, shit. Say less. I'll be there. <laughs> and we go, and I bring my mom and my sister-in-law, and it was great. Um, my mom dances with Jesse, who ended up being the caballo, so he's the one who ends up getting mounted and doing services for people that night. And my cousin Jenny, who was my mother's grandniece, <laughs> ends up being the blast, the one who attends the, the caballo and everything. Um, they dance. My mom does my mom does one dance with Jesse and looks at Jenny and says, "Don't leave this man, <laughs> please." Like I don't know what it is about him, but just don't leave him. You'd be stupid to fuck it up. And so the night goes on, and it's a good night. Everyone's hitting it off, and finally it's the end of the night. We send my sister-in-law home. Jenny speaks to my mother and I on some family shit, and then we go back upstairs and we're hanging out. And there's this uh, Jesse's uncles in the room. And he's talking about this family member that he wants to go see, blah, 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 que si yo que de la cruz. And I'm like, oh, shit, my grandmother is a de la cruz. She's de la cruz. Uh, she's corporan de la cruz. Ka, 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 ka. And he he looks at me funny. Like I like I cursed him out and he goes, excuse me? Where do they live? And I'm like, they live in, on, in Hamilton Heights. They live on off Broadway. And he goes, you got a cousin named Erika? <laughs> and I'm like, Senor, Erika's my aunt. <laughs> Turns out this man was a cousin of ours. So oh. Jesse, Jesse's related to us to, by, through my father. Okay. And my mom, and we're, me and my mother are there with her grandniece, my cousin, on our on her mother's side. And my parents are divorced. So the first thing I say to my mother is like, there's no getting away from this fucking family. <laughs> but it was fucking crazy. Like he he was like, yeah, that he was like, yeah, I got a cousin Junior and Jenny. I'm like, I'm Junior's son. Like Raymond's my father. And he like started bugging out. And it was just a crazy. But look at what spirit does. And mm-hmm. it happened again recently. Um, a relative on my mom's side found me on Instagram because I've been chatting with her cousin and it turns out that she's an Ifiritista that works with 
uh, gentleman that I know in the neighborhood. So <laughs> everyone knows everybody knows every. You never know who's gonna know. That's why you gotta be like nice, tranquilito, self respect, respect yeah. yourself, respect the spirit. With mm-hmm. people. Once you start to recognize who walks with people, you got less problems. Stand to the stand to the side of children of Ogun because they're gonna push you out the way to to get to what they want. So just stand out of their way. <laughs> Don't test Obatala's patience. <laughs> Simple rules. Listen to Yamaya. When Oshun says something to do, do it. Don't test nothing. Yeah, it's... It's... Think about what the... the picture is and like why right. these certain families have these ties with each other or like why they you know choose to come and work with certain people you know there is there's a certain kinship there that's bigger than the practitioner you know there's, sure. there's a whole network of, of people and spirits and, and love essentially exactly you know and I don't know I just really this is what this is one of my favorite parts of my spiritual process, you know, like tending to my muertos and like to my bobada and just having that time with them. Like, the what's morning. another story I got from me? <laughs> oh gosh, yo, because it's always something. It's just like there's always something new. Like uh, um, the. I, that dream that I had with the people coming out of the tree, that didn't happen until um, I learned the story of my father's side of the family. Basically, great-grandma, who's still alive, she's 97, my father's mother's mother. Bam. Okay. She's still alive. She's in the Dominican Republic. Her father, they said that he and his family, they killed each other off one by one, all the men to possess the land because they owned a large amount of territory in Santo Domingo. I don't know where. No one knows where it is. Um, and, you know, they were just rich. They had, they their wealth was in the land. They weren't, you know, bougie. They were, they had a lot of fucking fertile earth. They were able to grow anything and everything there. And they started to pick each other off one by one and they got to the point where it was just Emerita, my great-grandmother, who was 13, her aunt and a couple of other kids and they were the only survivors and they had to walk from wherever they were to the capital where they set up shop and they stayed there and Rafaela, my great-grandmother's aunt died in 2016. She was 104. Wow. And she was of sound mind. So if I would have been able to meet her, I would have gotten the details. All of the... the, the I would have gotten the details. But the interesting thing about this family was that since the colonial era, they've never seen a day of enslavement. Okay. They, I, it, it, another thing that, you know, that like freaks you out. Cause here you are thinking all these black people are enslaved in, in the Caribbean or just outside of Africa. And there's very few that don't know what that's like. Never knew what that was like. And I mean, like, I'm seeing that the family de la Cruz on page after page, cause I've read the books page by page of all the birth certificates and you'll see that the De La Cruz family just happens to be free. And then there's other black people that are listed as slave of this person, slave of that person, slave of that person. But when you get to a De La Cruz person, they're not enslaved. 
<laughs> and I'm told like it went on for for years because the pages go days, months, years. The further you go, so it's like it it went on and on and on and on and on. It went on that they the the men were emancipating their wives and the children in marriage. It was a lot. See, and that's that is how deep it goes when you are really committed to working with your mm-hmm. spirits and getting down to the to the real stories of Man. who they are. And, and they did not show face until I learned those names. <laughs> and that's like, when oh, that like, shit happened. Because it's, it's, it's like they want to see that you committed, you know, like yes. they already you found us. They want to make sure that you down. You know, that's mm-hmm. really how they be coming at you too. They be like, why you, why you talking to me? <laughs> Like, why are there no cotton balls in a bowl here? Like, why? Like, what is going that? on? You're like, oh, I didn't know that. That's what you wanted. Okay, okay. You need to have indigo cubes all the year round. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they yeah they said you need to have indigo all the time. The madame, I said, I need indigo in this water all the time. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm gonna do it. And yeah, you're like rushing. That was at a misa. I'm like, oh, she's picky like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <And> she don't <laughs> want do cigars like that. Yeah, they do. They're very. I love like it that. though because it's it's you know, there was someone alive in your bloodline who was this. They yeah. were this, and this is this is how you give them that. You know, you give and them a little so light. They open the doors and for you, you. And it don't, it don't ever be anything that feels like it's too much right like mm-hmm. when the like no. when they tell you you're like okay oh my that's that's it like, the one thing Ooh. that was too much was figuring out which kind of liquor she wanted mm. and it was like literally sitting there in front of her and like staring just staring with the in the candle and i'm there with with a joint because i needed to relax i'm like i can't and i'm like okay it's brown liquor and i felt good i'm like all right and I'm like, it's sweet. And I felt good. And I'm like, you want, um, what was it that I suggested at first? I know what it is now because I put it in my head, but I suggested something else. But it ended up being Amaretto. She wants the Sorono. Mm. Because of the, the, the nut that it's made out of. It was because of what it's made out of. It had nothing to do with it being that liquor. It had to be something made out of almonds. See, it's it's, yes. it's that specific, and you'd be like, yes. and you'd be like, what almond? Yeah, and then you're trying to find, and like, oh, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm trying to figure out what the first one was because there's something close to Armoretto that I was stuck there. Oh, I thought I I I backtracked. I thought it was an aniset, which would be aguardiente. But that was a no. And anise, so that's, that comes from anise. Aguadiente is made out of anise. That's why it tastes so much like licorice. That's why a lot of people don't like it. I like it. <laughs> I love aguadiente. I'm not supposed to drink, but that's the only one that I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you know what, maybe? You know what, maybe? Maybe, let me serve, let me, can I Can I refresh your, your muertos real quick? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. Like, may I, may I just, um, just a little bit, just a little, you service your leg today? Oh, God. <laughs> like, yo, you cannot be that pressed, sir. Sir. Oh, imagine. 
That's hilarious. Oh my god, no! For me, alcohol was the first. I had no problem. That's how I knew who I was gonna be. Cause the year before, um, I had Bahada done. My body was already rejecting alcohol. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And I mean, like, I couldn't even drink a beer without being sick for two days. It was oh. bad. Like, oh, I'm allergic to liquor, I guess. No problem. That saves me money. I'm already a fucking pothead. Sure. <laughs> Hell. Save, save my wallet for stress, for real. Not that I drank like that, but still, you know. It costs a pretty penny to go out. It does. Mm-hmm. A pretty one. Not too crazy, but it could be. It could be. It could be. It could be pricey. <laughs> that also changes to like being to do certain things like when you engage in the spirits because right like, I'm certain ready for places the damn I can't I can't really fuck with no more and like certain situations I'm just like oh gosh like I don't know I'll just I'll, I'll walk in and I start to feel you know different things and be like that's yo that's when I knew I was getting old because <laughs> I would go out to my favorite places and I would see the people there and I'm like, I don't even like happy Why? <laughs> Why did I spend this money coming over here? But then I realized I didn't. I biked over and it was good weather, so it doesn't bother me to bike back home. <laughs> when you just get there, as soon as you get there, you're like, I get to be here. Bye, bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just me the fuck out. <laughs> that is one thing I will say. I do spend a lot of time home with them. Um, what? And I don't mind. I mean, I run into. I find you know for sure. Like for when sure. I'm out and about, it's always uh oh hey how you doing? Oh my gosh, I miss mm. you. Oh my god, like I always you know. So it's not like I'm like a hermit or anything like that. But no, they send me out. They're like, yeah, you gotta go take this to the river, baby. Exactly. Like I have, yeah. you know, I have tasks. Everything. Yeah, I got something to do. Can you meet me here? But come after this time, because I cannot be done with Ebo. I'll like, be you gotta done, meet me over here so you don't catch much or show For real. You can pick you me up. Don't, Thank you, you don't want to pick up this shit. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Watch. Unless I'm giving thanks, then I don't mind if people come with me. Yeah, but like if I got something to do, then like yeah, give me me. Nah. Oh. And even that, I mean, like even like dating and relationships, you know, like. You, you have a different perspective now when you are, you know, already committed sure. with, your, with, your, with your spiritual practice and, like, you're meeting people or you have people in your life that, you know, your, your priorities with them may shift and they might not really understand mm-hmm. that. I need someone who's not going to bat an eye at what I do. And, because, and, and, and I wouldn't even allow myself really to get too close to someone who who would because I, I would sense that from the beginning because I wouldn't really enjoy being with a man who doesn't embrace their culture mm-hmm. and not to be not to like what do they call it what's the word I like to keep it tight so I'm not gonna date anyone who's like not Caribbean or not black period I don't I, I, I refuse like a, a culture shock anywhere else is going to be you know I'm, it's you're gonna be like a, a a tourist attraction should you date a white person or you know I, I don't want to deal with that I've had enough of that and I, I I want I want less stress in my life especially when dealing with with other people so it, that's something I would sense in the beginning like yeah if this man 
is not enjoying salsa or is not going to enjoy the fact, you know, two, three, four, five years from now, God forbid we're living together. If they can't stomach the idea of nine in the morning, I'm waking up early to practice my fucking piano and they're not ready to hear the same song five times in a row, we can't be together, baby. You know, I mean, that's, 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 that's suggesting I have like your basic nine to five and I'm only home on the weekends, which I don't aspire to do, but you know, these things need to be calculated. These things do need to be calculated, you know, like, like I personally would probably need to still keep my own home. For sure. I get married. Like, I feel like my house is so much more than just my house. Like, I feel like I just, mm. I just work here. You know, like there's other. <laughs> this is, I, okay, I got. I, I just, going on. I, I, I'm I, just a guest. I'm and I keep things running smoothly and I change the water and, and I keep the perfumes. And like, that's my job. That is, I am the that's steward. kind of like my opposite. I don't, I want. He better get crowned too, or at least be crowned already. God damn it! <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't see my life not having that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because they're gonna like, oh, yeah, and which, which is complicated because dating within the tradition can it has its own taboos, and then usually the ones that end up you end up being attracted to you can't have anyway. Like me, it's always the fucking drummers. I can't touch the drummers at all. They're 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 kind of they're married to one, yeah. So it's well, it's no, <laughs> it's a no, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. <laughs> Just off the bat, like I don't even look at the drummers anymore. It's like, ugh, whatever. It's so cute. It's terrible. Right, and then Osha's not the place for dating anyway. No, so, it's you know, not. Things, it's things not. happen. That's why People it's like... connect, and you can't control what happens outside of. You know, you just got to make sure they're not like a cousin in Ocha. Exactly. So it's like, that's why it's not, um, it, it, it's just, listen, you could look and just mind your damn business. Or look, or right. Something. They'll like, come not, to you like, not because usually you're the new fish anyway. Like, we're not here for that, right? Like, we're mm-hmm. here for the spirit. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I, I, the, the, the um, did it happen to me? No. Not at, not, well, I, no, I went to uh, an event and if the person who I ended up like, oh, like looking, I was like, oh, wow, he's handsome. I didn't know he was a tambolero until I saw him at another event and saw him drumming. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, wonderful. Which is interesting because the majority of everyone at the event was gay. Like it was a gay ass ultra house anyway. So I found it funny that, you know, he was one of the few married Men, <laughs> shit happens. But that's all. In the more you go out, and that's another thing. You can't, you can't expect to be part of this tradition or any tradition. I guess the only one where you can lock yourselves up for some time is Espiritismo. But even then, you have to go to Misa. Mm-hmm. You cannot not talk to other Espiritistas. It's not something that happens. Um, and then Espiritista is really. Espiritismo is so Elegua's playground because <laughs> it's so many different doors that you can go through once you start because once you go to Misa and everybody hello hi 
much better. You know what? It's Bluetooth headphones. Bluetooth headphones suck. I'm going to stop using them. Oh, yeah, because then you never know when they're going to die. Right. You sound so clear and amazing now. We had technical difficulties. Okay. Right. So what was the last note? So the last thing that we left off, we were talking about... Gently about Misa's. Gently about Misa's. Right. Um, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Misa as a mystery. I want them to be surprised by what, by what happens. But Misa, I guess, I guess the closest thing that everybody knows would be a seance. Yeah, that's it's what I say. It's a seance. It's a seance, but it's it's not as uh. Let me give me one second. It's not as um. Hocus pocus or hokey pokey as 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 it is in the movies. It can be sometimes. But sometimes, 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 but um, you're not expecting to see people floating or no, 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 no. It's nothing, nothing like that. it's nothing comical like that. But it can be very fantastic in the sense that it's almost like fantasy what you're hearing because it's like how can this stranger be so keenly aware of not only what I'm going through but how I feel about it. Mm. That's what blows my mind about Misa is that they tap into the the emotional essence of it. It's not just. Oh, that man is treating you like shit. No, that man no, makes no. you feel like this. You gotta tolerate that. <laughs> like they, it, it, it could be, it can be shocking. It could be offensive if you're not ready. If you're not ready, it could be. A it lot. could be. It can be it intense. Can be um, I guess the best thing, the best advice for you, if you have Misa coming up and your elders have been also like hiding things from you about it, um, be an open mind. Don't cross your feet because people like to sit comfortable like that. <laughs> Um, and for me, it's all in good fun. It's not nothing to be taken light, but it's all in good fun. I have fun. Even the most intense experiences for me have always been fun because I'm in good company. I'm aware of what's going on. My elders treat me with respect and they treat me like abure is, you know, or, um, what's the other the other word that I that I learned, popo, I think, is the other one for brother or sister. <laughs> I've never heard that one. Yeah, I think it's popo. I'm gonna I'm gonna double check, but yeah, I had to ask my friend. I was like, "Is this abure?" Pero sí, it's 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 so fun. But one thing, and this is this is what we're gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna co-host with you right quick. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, for me, one thing I had to get comfortable with was the presence of Catholic prayers. Cause like once you once you step into your blackness, it comes with fuck Catholicism, fuck whiteness, fuck white Jesus. But some of your ancestors kind of fucked heavy the long way with white Jesus. And <laughs> yeah, it's like and, <laughs> and it's gonna be them speaking. Not that the black folk aren't gonna be speaking, but you know. For example, for me, one of the Ipiritis that the Misa said, she was like, "Who, whose grandmother or, or like female ancestor was super Catholic? And I was the only one that was Latino in the room. Everybody else was African-American or like from the Caribbean, from the islands where Catholicism is not really that big. I was the only one that fit the description. And I'm like, my grandmother, my great-grandmother's, you know, she spent a lot of time at the church, according to my grandmother. She's like, because I keep on hearing the Ave Maria and the church bells in my head. <laughs> and it's you know like things like that happen it's like okay so I got instruction as what to do with that I know what that means so it's a, it, to me that tells me that my great grandmother was also hip to shit 
because why was she doing why was she doing this specific espiritismo thing at a church mm -hmm. all the time to the point where like Ave Maria was the one playing in her head of all the hymns well you know it's like like how we use Catholic prayers in Misa and like there are some Egon that really don't fuck with it at all right. and then there's some where that do the like if we think about what it means to have a tradition it means that the energy that has been accumulated in it over the time span that it's been going on is there right mm. and it's like that <gasps> oh, is that you just right? put a seat in my head right like that yeah. well of energy is there right so it's like whether we personally fuck with you know white jesus right it's, it's like this is something a vehicle that has been working this whole time and the prayer itself sometimes and the prayer too. itself works you know why do i want to cut myself off from this experience because of my personal feelings towards ego versus spirit you know like that don't have nothing to do with me right like if this is what mm -hmm. works and it's going to connect us then i'll do it you know and i i also will develop my own relationship with these words and with for the sure words. i'm tapping into that technology now like Bibliomancy. I don't know if you do that at the Boveda, where you. I, I listen. I got my grandmother's Bible. I be, I be in here with my little Bible. Oh, you could do it with the Bible too, but there's um the specific uh, um, the prayer books like some of the Alec Kardec ones, and then other like uh, that's when you get more into like Espiritismo Cruzado and the more okay, Latino ones. Okay. So you would basically you could do it with the Bible as well. You would gam you with the Bible. You would do the sign of the cross and just shuffle to a random page and you read. And that'll be your moment for the day. For the with the prayer, you know, you find yourself doing that. And for me, I end up landing on certain prayers on certain days or at certain times. And there's something to the prayer. It we have to remember that this is a technology. There's a reason why these muertos want this prayer all the time. It's not for you. It's mm. for them. They're the ones that you're elevating. They're the ones. It's like an operator in the boat as a telephone. You pick up yep. that, you knock on that door, and whoever is going to be servicing you that day, you have to service them as well. It could be transitional spirit, it could be ego, it could be ara onu, it could be muerto, whoever you want to call it. One thing it's not going to be is orisha. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will not be a reason. You're not going to find Enkisi at the boat that maybe underneath no, it. No, but you know, is. It, it Boveda is just for you know, um, spirits in passing, familiars, and for the collective and for the intimate debt, for your debt, for your egun, for egungun, collective debt, for everybody. And you can tell who is knocking at the door back when you're tapping into certain prayers because you'll hear from your family. The more that you start to ask questions, they'll tell you, oh, your mother or your grandmother, your so-and-so worked with that saint or this person or that person. So I know whenever San Lazaro is popping up, that's my aunt, that's my aunt's husband, her, her late husband. I know when certain other people pop up, who I'm still learning who in my family that is because they pop. And I mean, they pop up. It's like the sign cannot be ignored popping up. And it's a hello, you've yet to connect my dot. Can you please figure out who I am? Mm. And it sends you on another adventure of right. figuring out who, of learning. Who, this, yes. who this person is in the web of family. And, mm -hmm. and why? Yes, ma'am. So my father says that yeah. his grandmothers Great. are Metresili and Anaisa. The one who's represented by Metresili passed away in 2015. But Anaida Emerita, the one who descends from that family of long black folk, 
is Anaisa, and that's 21 divisions. So that's not that's separate from Espiritismo. However, you will find those people popping up at the Bogada all the time. Well, Elio, <laughs> this has been a very very enlightening talk i feel that i hope it has been i'm still no disclaimer disclaimer i am not an iawo i'm an aleyo i am still in 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 the genesis in in what do they call it in the gestation period of 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 ocha (laughs) i am i am still a sperm cell looking for the egg Yes. That's how young I am. I'm not even implanted on the uterine wall of Ifa. <laughs> like I am still a free-flowing sperm. <laughs> I'm Flowing still. In, I haven't even passed the cervix yet. Has not just re- got there. I just got there. Just got. Just got to the party. I will, fine. however, reach the egg on Friday. If you know what I mean. Um, thank you for having me. I'm honored. This was this was. I'm humbled by this. Um, this was nice. Thank you. Thank you for uh, allowing me to share the the what is it cistern of knowledge because you know it constantly collects information yes. and then distributes some for the drinking. <laughs> cistern. That is a great analogy for. The repository, right? Um, the rep- or oh, oh, the, the the library of Alexandria. Yes. Before, yes. before, <laughs> before <Yes>. everything. <laughs> I appreciate you for sharing with us and the listeners. And to everybody yes. at home, you have listened to the How to Be Magical podcast. And my name is Nikki, and I am the owner of Soul Things with Donica. You can find me on Instagram at Soul Things BK. You can find me on Facebook at Soul Things with Donica. You can find me on the web. So things with Donica.com. <laughs> I <laughs> also still have pieces and I will have something special uh, for the mother because it's my birthday month. So I'll be away. <gasps> Libra, a Scorpio, Scorpio, right? Libra, October ah. 17th. Ooh, neighbors. Hey, how fun. Hey. So oh my goodness. Oh my is- god, I think that's um if the 14th is San Francisco, the Assis. If I'm oh. not mistaken, who is Orula? Uh, yeah, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's October 14th. I'm going to look. Yeah, okay, have fun with that. Yeah. That's our little homework assignment. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, okay. a fun, that's a fun thing. Everybody go look up their birthday and, and, and find out which saint's closest to you and drive yourselves nuts with that. You are not related to that saint at all. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying. Everybody just find out. What's, who's the patron? Who's the patron saint of your birthday, if applicable? If applicable. <laughs> closest, closest saint. Closest right. Saint. Hey, y'all. It's Nikki. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the How to Be Magical podcast, The White Table. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I didn't. I got to, I had to like do a lot of editing and things like that with this episode because we had a bunch of technical difficulties, as I'm sure you guys have heard. But I'm thanking you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. And please be sure to check out the blog with more show notes about all of the things that me and Elio discussed. Um, please also be sure to check out the website. 
Um, there will be a sale going on this weekend. It is my birthday on Saturday, October 17th, as well as um, a couple of other special milestones that I'm celebrating this entire month. So please check out the website, soulthingsbotanica.com. You'll see things that are marked down. You'll see some new items being listed, some items um, available on pre-order. Thank you so much for everyone who ordered the Hoodoo Heritage Month edition of the Dream Waters. I just added a couple of more. And thanks to everyone who ordered the Dream Journals. Those sold out, but I am taking pre-orders for those as well. So please check that out. I think that we are in a very magical month of October, we are dead in between two full moons. And if anything, with the, between this episode and last week's episode, I feel that everyone is going to be feeling very encouraged and very confident about moving forward with their ancestor journeys, with their astral journeys, with their dream work. So I'm just trying to keep everyone supported on that front. So please check it out. SoulThingsBotanica.com. All of your spiritual needs there. And if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at SoulThingsBotanica at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, Soul Things Botanica. Um, no, Soul Things BK on IG and Soul Things Botanica on Facebook. So thank you so much for listening to this episode, guys. I love you all. Happy Hoodoo Heritage Month and happy birthday to me.